The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. If you're familiar with the Course in Miracles, you'll understand that this was a course that was created so that individuals could receive lessons that would support their own journey of consciousness. Today, I want to introduce you to another course, The Way of the Heart, and this has been channeled through Sophie Rose. She was contacted by a being that she perceived as Jesus, a non-religious person. At first, she was shocked by the possibility that the divine presence might be real. Ultimately, Sophie Rose realized that she was to be a conduit for two of the greatest spiritual masters who have ever lived. Her astonishing new book presents a series of detailed spiritual lessons as relayed to her by Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. Dictated to the author during the silence of her meditations was the Way of the Heart course, consisting of 36 lessons. In the tradition of the international bestseller, A Course in Miracles, Rose lays out the channeled series of spiritual messages as a blueprint for connecting with one's soul, with God and with others in a compassionate, loving way. Also included in the book are questions from a small group of people who were able to remarkably receive the answers from two beings. I'd like to introduce and welcome Sophie Rose to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Sophie. Thank you, Simran. Thank you so much for having me today. You're quite welcome. I found the lessons to be so pure and beautiful, just really simple but truthful, beautiful teachings. And when you hear truth, when you read truth, it hits something very deeply inside of you that you know that you're hearing something that you've been connected to for all time and beyond. Right. Yes, it's uh, it's something that I heard before from other people who interviewed me. Uh, this is a very simple book, and this is simple lessons, and at the same time, uh, this is something that needs to be, these lessons, they call it the path of the initiate, uh, meaning the, the path of a person who wants to commit to discovering God for himself uh, during their life, and it's a, a lifelong path. Uh, it's very simple, and, and yet it's very profound, and, and I think more and more people are touched by it because there is kind of this lift of energy, uh, spiritual energy going on right now um, that uh, works like this contribute to, and I think it's very important in the shift 
uh, in the shift that is right now happen, happening to, to, to practice these lessons and all other ones, but to uh, get in touch more and more with our divine essence. So there's 36 lessons, and it's a lifelong path, as you say. So does a person really take their time with each lesson, or do they go through them and continuously go through them until they receive uh, the, the greater insight and connection to what these lessons are really bringing across? Uh, they, they say that the way to uh, study the way of the heart is to take one lesson at a time and try to uh, stay with it for as long as you need in order to, to um, make it real in your life. If I if I may say that, so stay with the lesson and try to experience it. The whole book, the whole lessons are about experience. They are not about belief or mind work. Uh, it's just about trying to experience them in your life in order to be connected to your soul uh, through your heart. Um, so it's a constant. For some people, it will be easier because they already have a strong connection with their spiritual self, or they already have a spiritual practice going on. Uh, for some other people, it might be harder uh, because maybe they might be too mind-oriented. And um, for, But I, I think for everyone except uh, people who are um, close to spiritual mastery, it's really a lifelong path uh, to, to stay in touch. Uh, with your spiritual self and to stay in touch with oneness and to let go of ego and to let go of fear. Um, and it's really a, a lifelong, um, lifelong path. It's a, a daily, uh, kind of a daily discipline, which gets easier and easier, of course, uh, as we go. And as we journey into something you say about experience, that this is really for us to fully experience, is, is that experience to eventually get us to the point of embodying these lessons and in that point of embodiment is where we really have connected not just to the lesson but to the heart and to the full connection of who we are here as a soul on the planet? Uh, yes, it's about embodying the lessons, and it's also about, um, I don't know uh, how you understand embodying the lessons. Um, I understand more and more, as I've been practicing myself the way of the heart, I understand more and more has uh, really getting in oneness with life and getting in touch with the true essence of life, which has to which is about creation and pure creation, not creation from the mind, but creation from your divine self and from your soul. Uh, because as you practice the lessons of the way of the heart, you get closer and closer to your soul. And your soul or your, your divine self or your higher self, however you want to call it, uh, clearly knows everything there is to know uh, in order to uh, progress in this lifetime. And so as a, it's not so much, I would say, an embodiment of the lessons as it is about trusting the process and really getting into the flow of life, a life that is guided by your heart or soul, not by your mind, and be, becoming really an instrument 
of your soul. Um, so the mind becomes a tool, and, and the true master behind your life, the true uh, artist behind your life, is indeed your soul or your spiritual connection that knows everything there is to know for yourself in this lifetime. You brought up I don't know if about- this... Yeah. You, you brought up the point about oneness, and I know that Lesson 8, Jeshua says that you cannot look for oneness but in your own heart. Looking for it outside would be a call to ego. Being at one does not involve anybody but yourself and the source. That oneness is our state of being, and it's revealed as the ultimate truth when you're done with the work of liberation. This will be the beginning of a new age on earth. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful lessons. Tell me a little bit about who you were before all of this happened, because I think it's, it's interesting, and the same thing happened with the individuals involved with the Course in Miracles, uh, that they were not really looking for this to happen, but it was something that came and happened through them. Right. No, I wasn't at all uh, looking for that. I was, but I was very much on a, a spiritual quest uh, since 1998, which is when I um, when I began to meditate, and meditation became a big hobby for me. So I went through uh, different trainings. I, I was never affiliated to any religion or, or group, but uh, I was more tending toward Buddhism. Um, and then three or four years ago, I began to um, realize that there was a whole parallel universe in meditation, meaning that when I was sitting, I was, and when I was uh, asking a question, or even without asking a question, I was receiving images or hearing something that was right uh, on, uh, right to the point of the, what was preoccupying my mind or the question I had when, when I sat. So um, I b- began to meditate even more. Uh, I began to sit daily for an hour or so. And, uh, and I was very grateful to receive a lot of guidance, uh, especially on my spiritual practice. And then in February 2001, that's when I received the vision of Yeshua, uh, or Jesus, who was uh, standing in a white robe and looking at me. And um, at that time, I always thought that I had nothing to do with Jesus, that uh, that the church wasn't my path. And, um, and then I, I had a lot of doubts also about the image. I was wondering what, you know, what, what that was for. And so he came back many, many times, uh, and I began a, a dialogue. I understood that he wanted me to write a book. And I went through a lot of different emotions and frustrations about that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I just, I just couldn't picture myself getting a book out there saying that Jesus was talking to me. I don't know why, but it was just too way out there for me at that time. But then after a few weeks, I was really curious about, uh, I really wanted to know if I was able to, to um, write a book about that. So I sat with a pen and paper, and he began to dictate. And that's how everything happened. And do you think that this all occurred through you because you were so opened and you had been such an avid seeker and practitioner of meditation? Uh, Yes, very probably, yes. 
I think so. I think I was, um, uh, I've been on a spiritual quest for a long time and, um, and I was open, uh, and I, I think I, I was after after so many years. I was at a level where I could really uh, quiet my mind and probably, um, you know, be able to to listen to what he had to say, um, and very probably to visa part of my soul's intentions to bring such teachings. Um, but at the same time, you know, you mentioned the Course in Miracles, and there are other people out there who are channeling Yeshua. Uh, the interesting thing is that the, the themes seem to be always the same, and there are lots of similarities between the Way of the Heart and the Course in Miracles, as well as other channelings. But uh, that's interesting to see how each channeler uh, brings a, a kind of a different slant to, to, to the themes. Yes, I want to talk about that in our next segment. My guest today is Sophie Rose, and we're discussing her book, The Way of the Heart, Teachings of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. This is a course, a 36-lesson course, that is really designed as an ancient practice that was taught in the mystery schools. It's about connecting with the root of your being, the source. To learn the way of the heart requires that you first accept oneness as the basis of this world. Oneness is God. God is oneness. Oneness is the linking of everybody's souls. It is outside space and time. These are words from Mary Magdalene and Yeshua as they channeled through to Sophie Rose for the creation of this course to assist people at this time in their own conscious evolution. If you'd like to find out more about Sophie Rose, you can go to her website. It is entitled, it is uh, thewayoftheheartcourse.com. That's thewayoftheheartcourse.com. The book is entitled The Way of the Heart. These are astonishing lessons for the 21st century from spiritual masters. We'll be right back with Sophie Rose, thewayoftheheartcourse.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You 
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. My guest today is Sophie Rose, The Way of the Heart, and we are talking about this wonderful, beautiful little book that has come forward through her, and they are the teachings of Jeshua and Mary Magdalene. This is a 36-lesson course that really supports you in awakening in a different way, in the way through the heart. There are a couple of requirements Uh, And one of those is that you must be willing to try. This doesn't mean that you should give it a shot like you would any other class. It means that you need to submit your will to the teaching and accept the power of the teaching over your life. The third requirement is no less important. You need to trust yourself. Trust that you are reading these words for a reason and chose to be with them. Doubt is the ego's play. Trust is the soul's work. There are really some beautiful concepts within the way of the heart, and I'd like to share one of them with you right now so that you can get an idea of some of the simplicity yet beautiful messages that are coming. There is a lesson which is the lesson on God and that Joshua asks, what does it mean to be God? The word God has been so misused over the centuries that it even became a curse. Mary Magdalene says that God is in fact reality. It is the only reality behind your illusory world. People who consider themselves spiritual tend to acknowledge this as an idea, but this is mind work. It will take you nowhere. Being God is an experience. It is not a belief. Jeshua says to experience yourself as God takes practice and discipline. It is not a practice of the mind or of the body. It is a practice of presence. Presence is what's behind your thoughts and your body sensations. It is the life energy at the core of your being. The discipline required is to submit your will to the practice. In order to do this, ego needs to give up its power. Ego and God are mutually exclusive. You cannot let go ego rule and experience God. You cannot let ego rule and experience God. You cannot cover up ego either. You must undo ego. This is from The Way of the Heart by Sophie Rose. So I had to also ask Sophie Why is it, do you think, that there's both Yeshua and Mary Magdalene? Why two voices, and do they bring something different to the Course through their voices? That's a a very interesting question, and um, I I have only uh, intuitions about that. Um, Mary Magdalene is coming back in a big way uh, right now. There are more and more books and discussions uh, having to do with Mary Magdalene and the divine feminine uh, or the sacred feminine or however, whatever word we give to that. Um, and I think the way of the heart, uh, I had a, a small channeling that came once about what's the divine feminine. And Mary Magdalene was saying that the divine feminine was about listening to your heart, uh, that um, the heart was the center of compassion that Compassionate consciousness, empathy, nonviolence, whereas the mind is a separative principle. It's from the point we put our mind onto something that we create it, and at the same time we, we make it separate from ourselves. Um, so why did they both come to 
to do that instead of Yeshua, I guess it's uh, another, um, th- they wanted to show how much the divine feminine uh, maybe is uh, is important right now, how much uh, qualities of love, compassion, care about the earth and about each other is um, is important, and maybe uh, Mary Magdalene being one of the symbols of the divine feminine, um, maybe that's why uh, both came about uh, on that. So do you just, think uh, that Yeshua is bringing intuition. more of the divine masculine voice in, and Mary Magdalene is bringing more of the divine feminine voice in, so that we have the full oneness of, of divine yeah. energies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see really Yeshua as, as the divine, more as, more as divine masculine than divine feminine. Um, I really think that they want to push the divine feminine right now. Um, and, I, you know, I, I don't know really why they came. In the book, it doesn't look like a dialogue between a teacher and a student. It looks more like a dialogue uh, between two spiritual partners. Um, uh, and I don't really know why they decided to, to both come together uh, on that. That brings up an interesting point that you say it's a dialogue between two spiritual partners. And with so many people, especially in Western society right now, there's a disconnect from their masculine and feminine sides, from their doing and their receiving sides. Is this perhaps to illustrate the the dialogue that needs to take place within ourselves of the masculine and the feminine so that we reunite them and really have that way back into the heart by bringing the two together. Yes, that's a very good point. That's a great um, illustration for, uh, you know, for Yeshua and Mary Magdalene to doing this together. Um, yes, that, that's uh, the, the masculine being, being, you know, more than the, the action part and the feminine being the heart and the intuition and the soul and the compassion. Um, yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, they, they say also that, um, as you mentioned, that one cannot, cannot go without the other, of course, and that in order to be truly about the divine masculine, uh, the action of the masculine sign must come from the heart must be connected to the heart and soul, which is the divine part. So you cannot build a world of uh, peace, love, and, and a world that's connected to the spiritual um, realm and has qualities of compassion without first beginning with, uh, with the heart and with uh, connecting through the, the divine feminine. Wonderful. What do you think you were supposed to add uh, to this or experience through this process? What do I think I am personally supposed to add through this? Well, it's interesting to me that it, it, it was of between three, that this all came together. It, it, it's really reminding me of the Trinity that has to come together for, for everything to, to truly be of the highest divine and Yeshua is one piece and Mary Magdalene is the other, and you're that third component. So what, what do you think you added to the process or you were supposed to experience for yourself through the process? 
while I experience a huge amount for myself through the process, and believe me, I'm still experiencing every day, um, my role, I think, uh, as well as other ones, I'm, I'm no, in no way special, special about that, uh, um, as well as other ones, is to embody these teachings on earth, is to be a conduit of these teachings. They need uh, somebody and many other people that are doing it right now, uh, through Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, or other Ascended Masters. Um, they need these people to bring again these teachings, which are, as you said, ancient teachings, but this period is extremely important to, uh, you know, we, we really need to, to get this knowledge and, and, um, and teaching here right now. Um, and then as a, as a person, uh, I must say it has been a, a huge adventure, which I've, I am very grateful for, um, in a way that I keep uh, learning uh, in my life, and I keep growing as a person and seeing the importance of, of, this, um, of this course. Um, there is definitely a huge amount of let go that has been taking place. Uh, uh, there is um, the, the willingness, constant willingness to not be in control of anything and to really let whatever uh, my soul wants, to, wants me to experience in this lifetime. And, um, and as this process takes place, uh, and there are always, uh, you know, how signs come one after another, and I'm sure yes. your experience is very much Simran. Um, it's it's just speeding up and speeding up, like they put the right person on my, I mean, my soul or the the life behind or whatever, puts the right person on my on my uh, road in order to learn what I have to learn. Um, uh, there is um, signs uh, about, you know, everything for the next step. It's right there. And what I realize is that I think most people who are not listening to this soul uh, just, present, just present life to be. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's what it means, I think, to awaken is, is like to awaken to the fact that uh, first, life is an illusion, and second, awaken to the fact that by putting so much mind and ego into our daily life, we just prevent life to be. We prevent our higher self to act through us and be the master behind us. And, um, and so that's a, a beautiful uh, realization, and it brings more and more. Once you, once you in tune with your higher self, once you try to go with the movement of life, that's behind, uh, and it doesn't mean, it means like a lack of control for many people, but this is just an illusion. Uh, once you go with this flow of guidance, and once you trust it, trust being a very important thing, then it's just pure creation. And that's why they mean when they say, connect with your soul in order to be a co-creator. You're just a co-creator with your soul or with this part of God, which is yourself. Beautifully, beautifully stated. I am with Sophie Rose, and she is the uh, the channel for the book The Way of the Heart, which are teachings of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. I want to read to you Mary Magdalene's words on Lesson 7. We all have a heart connection. We all carry the love of God. 
Each of you has within himself the same life energy. That is what oneness is about, our connection to the roots of humanity. What are you, your deepest roots, if not your connection to God? This jewel is your heart. It is hiding behind your ego's fears, waiting for the day when, with courage and love, you will do the work of your liberation. The Way of the Heart can be, uh, you can find out more information at thewayoftheheartcourse.com. So definitely access that. We'll be right back with Sophie Rose. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. Before we get back to Sophie Rose, I want to mention that you can access 1111 Magazine for free all of the time. The current issues and the archived issues definitely make use of that as a tool to support your own evolution of consciousness. We've just released. The next issue, the July-August 2012 edition of 1111 Magazine, and it is power-packed with amazing information. It is themed stretching out of our skins, and we're at a time right now, if you're feeling any angst, any discomfort, or anything that just feels like it needs to burst through, perhaps the boundary of your skin is smaller than you are. Maybe it's time to recognize that you're such greater a being than you allow yourself to be. Incredible interviews with Gary Zukoff, Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and also many other amazing authors are in that particular issue. It's absolutely beautiful, and I'm really proud of, of the writings that came together. In addition, we talk to Foster Gamble about the movie Thrive, which is a wonderful way to get a realistic view of our world, but also the solutions that exist in our world. In addition, take part in two new coaching programs that we have launched. You can get 30, the first 30 days for free. We have a dollar a day program that actually lets you have everything you need. It is 
called 1111 Wake Up for Busy People so that you can get into a practice, get on a pathway so that it allows you to fit some stuff into your day if you're not making the time to create a practice. Or also you can go into our new Matrix module program, which is a powerful in-depth program that really helps you to integrate all of the different material that is coming from so many different directions so that you reach your goals. Access any of that information at 1111mastermind.com or 1111mag.com. Now back to our guest, who is Sophie Rose, and the book is The Way of the Heart, Teachings of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. The Way of the Heart is a book that will keep on your nightstand to remind you how to connect with your soul. Channeled from the souls of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, it carries the core teachings of the Masters. Whether you're a believer or an atheist, this course will show you how to connect with your deeper self. It is the wish of the Masters to show us the way and lighten the path to oneness, peace, and love on earth. This astonishing group of 36 lessons is definitely for the 21st century, and it is such truth and simplicity that it will hit you at your core and open that way to the heart. So I want to talk now also a little bit, Sophie, about um, what do you think the process needs to be for people when they're engaging with this material? Um, Because so often people in this society are so busy and our ego has taken control with so much of the materialism that is out there, so much of the bombardment of how many things we need to have, so many things to pull us outside of ourselves. And so to develop the discipline and the proper use of this guide, what would you suggest be the practice of truly utilizing and benefiting from this book, especially being such a master of meditation that you are? Uh, Yes. Um, You know, I think trust... Trust is a, is a big one because if you do not trust, uh, if you uh, go to this type of course and at the same time with your mind say, well, you know, I still have a doubt, lots of doubts, so I need to analyze that. I need to, it, it's, as I say, it's an experience. It's not, it's not um, um, a, a set of beliefs. It's about it's really about experiencing, and in order to experience, uh, trust is uh, is a big factor, uh, because otherwise the mind, the ego, will always take over whatever you want to experience. And then I think there is also a big need uh, for people interested in taking such a course to make space in your daily life for spiritual connection. And it doesn't have to be meditation, although, um, you know, meditation, of course, is, is wonderful. But it can be through any type of activity that relaxes you and that puts you in a space where you feel that you connect with something bigger than yourself. Uh, you feel that you're connected with your intuition. For some people, that can be just walking in nature. Uh, for some others, that can be music or any type of other art, you know, painting or something like that. But I think if you want to uh, really um, begin to um, study a course like that and try try to make it as an experience, um, you really need a space in your life where where you're going to experience for yourself such a spiritual connection. 
The final lessons in the course, uh, Lesson 34 through 36, these are actually channeled from Sanath Kumara. Can you tell me um, why, uh, where that master comes from and why the shift in, in the channeling at that particular point in the lesson so that our listeners understand? Um, so that was my first experience with Sanat Kumara when, when he came uh, forward in order to channel these lessons. And from what I understand, uh, Sanat Kumara is the head of a spiritual hierarchy, the spiritual hierarchy being um, a group of ascended masters that are guiding um, humanity right now. Uh, that you can, you know, you can find many channelings online um, from these these ascended masters, um, and I think Sanat Kumar, through the last three lessons, just wanted to um, announce the importance of uh, such teachings um, and the importance of knowing that uh, we are our own. Uh, I. I I don't remember if he says that exactly, but I think he says something like that we are our own saviors or we are, um, you know, it, it's about time that we grow up and, and become responsible for ourselves. Um, yes, let me read uh, Lesson 34, from, channeled from Sunab Kumara. The will of God is the will of the world. Your choices are the choices of humanity. Listen to the world. It is in pain. The right action is to open your heart and receive the teachings. The teachings in this course have been transmitted by the spiritual hierarchy as an attempt to show you the right direction. You may decide to follow them or choose different ones. The value of the teachings is what you make of them. Humanity is at a turning point. You are the only ones deciding your fate. You are the ones in charge. The hierarchy only provides guidance. Right. Very clear statements, very powerful statements. Um, that's one thing about the spiritual realm, particularly Ascended Masters, is they're never too wordy. They get right to the point, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> the, my, uh, my experience with them, uh, even in terms of spiritual, uh, personal guidance they give me, is that they're extremely goal-oriented. Goal, goal and they will repeat themselves over and over and over again until we get it. And, and we are pretty dense, you know, as, as people on earth. Uh, it, it often takes us a while uh, to get it, even if we trust the guidance and everything like that. Uh, but they are definitely uh, very goal-oriented, and um, it, they are extremely clear uh, as far as what they say in the way of the heart that, uh, we are our own saviors, and, and that there is a shift right now, a shift in consciousness going on, and that we, there is, each one of us has a, has a role to play in that, um, which is very important, and, and we need to, to become responsible for our own selves, but uh, becoming responsible is becoming responsible, of course, with the community and the earth and each other, but everything begins within each one of us. When they say that the kingdom of God is, is inside you, it's really the, the, the power, uh, the creative power is within you, and you need to access it in order to, uh, to save your soul. That's what they say, why they say we are not the saviors you are, but in order kind of to... to um, 
yeah, to, to save your soul and to do whatever you're supposed to do in this lifetime. Do you think that we get too caught up in the who and the how and the what and all of the questions that we constantly ask ourselves? I'm, I'm asking this question because Ascended Masters are very clear, and we're obviously very dense because look at our world. It has turned into a very dense, very bogged down type of experience, and that's what we have to fix. So do we need to get away from so much questioning and perhaps just allow the discipline and the trust and the not knowing so that we can get clear? Yes, clearly, clearly. Uh, We will never understand how that works. Uh, That's the mystery of life. Um, and I, I learned this the hard way because I really had, they asked me many, many times in meditation to tr- just trust, just trust. I think like maybe a hundred times, and um, like you said, we are so dense, <laughs> we need to be repeating <laughs> the same thing over and over again. And then, and then when you trust and you stop asking the questions, then that's really the, the creation and the mystery that takes place in a way that you are, at a certain point, you are in touch with this huge uh, intelligence. I, I think when we speak about God, oh, they, they say God in the book, which is also oneness, which is also primordial energy, uh, however you want to call it. This is a huge intelligent energy field, as I see it, that that has everything you need, and we keep, um, you know, we keep trying to to control something that we cannot control, and that produces uh, the results, which is now a, a world that you say we we need to fix, but um, the, the fixing uh, is. Um, the fixing, I think, comes really from a, a shift in consciousness and from a, a shift in, in perception. And, and as there is a shift in perception, then there is a, this whole new energy of life that, that can take on. And Lesson 35, channeled also from Sanat Kumara, the fate of the world is on your shoulders. We, the supreme hierarchy of Earth, ask you to contemplate the world you created We, the servants of the world, have the ultimate goal of creating heaven on earth. We, advanced beings, are constantly guiding the willing ones. The fate of the world is in your hands. Humanity is taking its next step to ascension. This step is about being conscious co-creators. Sophie Rose is the author, and the book is entitled The Way of the Heart, Teachings of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. You can find out more at thewayoftheheartcourse.com. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 
is 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The core of your mission is to bring God to earth so that humanity survives. You will hear from many ascended masters over the next years. They are being called to help humanity toward reformation. They will work with the willing ones, the people who are ready to build a new world out of chaos. The reformation of the societies needs to follow universal rules. Societies cannot be run by private interests without being a threat to earth. A shift of awareness has already begun. It will grow until the time is ripe for peace and love to prevail. These are words by Yeshua in Lesson 23. Mary Magdalene says, It is your choice to be a channel for peace, love, and care for the earth. The choice is in your hands. You must take it. It is time for responsibility, not for blaming. Again, very clear, very truthful, and exactly what we need to do in stepping into the experience of our oneness with earth in addition to embodying that oneness as a core practice and way of being on this planet. My guest today is Sophie Rose, and she has written The Way of the Heart, Teachings of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. It is a collection of 36 lessons uh, designed to support you in achieving a oneness and understanding uh, so that you really step into more of your highest essence. This is channeled from the souls of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, and it carries the core teachings of the Masters. Like-minded and similar to the Course in Miracles, it offers some concepts that really just get right to the heart and truth of the matter, allowing it to be a practice and a path that ultimately will lead you where you're desiring to go. So, Sophie, as you continue forward... Are you still getting more lessons, or did this series of 36 complete it so that it's really everything that we need? I am uh, right now channeling a second book, which is um, a deepening of each lesson of the way of the heart. Um, so now it, it, it goes... Uh, it goes into more details, and I do not have an audience like I did the first time. Uh, for now, it's just Yeshua and Mary Magdalene taking each lesson again and adding to it. Um, I can. Uh, I was just reading the first lesson um, this morning uh, of the second book, and the first lesson is. In the first book and in the second book is about the fact that nothing, um, nothing needs to be learned at the level of mind. And what they were saying in the, in the second book is they were comparing, um, they were saying that our mind was a beautiful tool, but that's all it is. And that we cannot create a work of art 
from a tool. We cannot, if, if there is not a master or a teacher that learn, that, that, uh, that has the tool in hand, uh, then the, the work will take, will, will be messy or will take longer. And so they compare the mind as an instrument or a tool and the soul as the master behind it and the importance of going from mind to soul right now uh, and trusting that and letting the soul guide, uh, letting the soul guide the tool. So if I'm hearing you correctly, um, what you're telling us is that rather than having any encumbrances, any tools, even the mind, that we're supposed to go literally kind of bare naked, open, surrendered, and available, and then we will be at our, our oneness. We will be at our true path and, and closeness to achieving that goal that we ultimately seek rather than trying to cling to so many things to help us. Exactly. Yes. There is a lot of... Uh, let go and surrender to do, and and this requires trust with that parachute. Parachute. <laughs> um, yes, that's that's uh, that's what they say pretty much, uh, which is extremely simple, but very difficult at the same time. Uh, for some people, it takes a lot of practice uh, and trust, uh, but that that's. What the way of a heart is about is to let go of a mind as a driver of our life because it's just a great tool. And instead of that, putting the heart or soul uh, as the driver, um, which when I speak about the heart, the heart, it's not about emotions or feelings, but about connected with our divine essence and let it direct our life. And through that, that we have access to this very intelligent energy that, that, that knows everything. Um, they also say be, in the way of the heart that uh, soul's intentions are what it is about um, uh, in our lifetimes, that each one of us came, they speak about reincarnation, and they say that each one of us comes into this lifetime with some soul's intentions. And in order to uh, progress as a soul, uh, there is a need to retrieve this, this soul's intention and what we are supposed to do as a person in this lifetime. And sometimes it's very, very different than what your ego thinks. Uh, I've seen it shift in some people uh, that are com- taking a completely, completely different route from what they did for years because they are now connected to, to this soul to be soul's intention through their spiritual guidance. Um, so this is really, uh, you know, a work of heart and a work of trust. Now, in the, in the book you have where there was an audience and there was a dialogue that took place between you channeling uh, and, and people asking questions, and they talk about illusion in one of the questions. An audience member wants to know um, why ascended beings would not want to just fix the illusion that is at hand. But uh, Yeshua says that we all have to go through that path of illusion in order to uncover truth. Yeah. So is is when people are asking the questions, does it allow them to 
go deeper into those lessons, or do Jeshua and Mary Magdalene simply repeat the lesson again because people just need to hear the simplistic truth over and over again to really get it? I think that's the later. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the later. It's true that they they say, in, I think in the answers, uh, very often they say the same thing than in the lessons, but in a different way. So that, that people kind of um, understand it. Um, that's what it looks like. Um, and the deepening of the... Uh, Lessons also in in the second book is kind of the same. They they retake each lesson and and deepen it and say it in a in a different way. Um, it's as they say. I think it's very and I think Mary Magdalene speaks about that in in one of the question and answers. Uh, she's saying that there are many 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 ways to interpret our world uh, and many many layers. Um, and that's a challenge for them to um, go through. They have to go through our minds in order to make us get it. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, the, the, the truth is, is extremely simple and, um, and beautiful at the same time. Um, it's just that they are really pushing it and uh, having a... a a difficult time making it, making us understand it and living it. Is this something that if we uh, wanted to really support ourselves and really support the world and moving in the right direction, is this something that we need to also present to our children or are the children that are coming in, they really already are still at their core soul essence that they intuitively know some of this stuff and we just don't need to... Um, mess with them <laughs> and mess up what they already know is true. Um, I, I channeled a, a text about children from Mary Magdalene, uh, and um, she was saying that uh, first, usually children are closer to their divine uh, self than we are. They are closer to their guidance because there is still not this huge built-up of ego that we, that we have, that we, uh, you know, there is, the ego is like a huge mind structure with whatever our parents want us to be, our school wants us to be, our society wants to want us to be. Yeah. And that's what creates a lot of the separation that we experience. Children are more into oneness. They are more into this divine way of looking at life as an adventure and as an experience. They do not judge like we do. They are more into the present moment. They are not analyzing stuff and trying to find answers. They just go more into experience. Um, but then uh, it, it's true that it's something that we need to uh, practice with, you, with our children, as Mary Magdalene was saying. Um, a good thing to do is ask them, what is your heart saying, instead of what's your mind thinking? What is your heart saying? Put them in touch with their own intuition or with their compassionate abilities more. Um, and they were talking about also about, you know, reforming the, the education system or the need to change the education system, which is extremely based on competition, which is separateness and, uh, and mind, um, you know, mind thing. 
To learn the way of the heart requires first that you accept oneness as the basis of the world. Oneness is God. Oneness is the linking of everybody's soul. It is outside space and time, and it is just us, the ultimate truth. The second requirement is that you must be willing to try. This doesn't mean you should give it a shot like you would with any other class. It means you need to submit your will to the teaching and accept the power of the teaching over your life. The third requirement is no less important. Trust yourself. Trust that you are reading the words for a reason and that you chose to be in this place at this time. Doubt is ego. Play. Trust is soul work. The book is The Way of the Heart, Teachings of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene by Sophie Rose. The Way of the Heart is an ancient practice that was taught in mystery schools. It is about reconnecting with the root of our being, the source. During the first years of your life, you forget the connection to source. Ego takes over and builds a world of separation. The Way of the Heart teaches you how to undo the process. You can connect with Sophie Rose and find out more about The Way of the Heart at thewayoftheheartcourse.com. That's thewayoftheheartcourse.com. Sophie, I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio. I very much appreciate the conversation. Next week, my guest will be Jennifer Scalise, and we are talking about a mother's journey of love, loss, and life beyond. It's a true story about a mother who realized that death does not separate us from our loved ones. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.